Hey, welcome to Kristen and Chill. You know, sometimes people talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. I, unfortunately, for this show, totally walk the walk. I am exactly as I appear to be, maybe even worse. Um, But this episode, we talk about being neurotic and talk about being neurotic. I had this episode ready to go last week and I didn't put it out because I was like, I suck. That sucks. Everything about it sucks. I wasn't comfortable with it. And I ended up taking hours and hours to edit the thing down from an hour to about 39 minutes or less of stuff that I was okay with leaving in. And as everything from I stuttered a little bit to I said a word wrong to anything that would show imperfection. And I overthought it and overthought it and overthought it. And I didn't post it like I said I would. And then I started freaking, not freaking out, but I started to get freaked out because I didn't post it. And I was like, I know I said I'd post it, but I couldn't face myself. And so I was having a really hard week. It was one of the weeks where just everything is not right. You know, you just, nothing's going right. You're feeling down. You hate yourself. It's gloomy. Just, I was not feeling great last week. So being that this is a new week, I woke up this morning and felt somewhat recharged, not completely, but I thought how stupid would I be to just throw an episode away and not post it just because I'm a neurotic maniac. So I posted on a Patreon, raw, unedited, Speaking of raw, I have a story about that uh, I'll tell you shortly. And I said, if this episode sucks, let me know because I won't post it. But if it's okay, then I will post it. I don't have a logical brain sometimes when I'm feeling uh, feeling too in my head, too aware, too self-aware, too overthinking, all that stuff. So uh, Jen and Kyle were lovely. They're lovely. They're lovely. I hate them. They're lovely. They both texted me and basically said, you're insane. Stop behaving like this. It was a good episode. It was fine. Put it up. You're out of your mind. So they were right. And so I'm putting the episode up pretty much as I just took out a couple things like uh, certain specific locations I mentioned that I just, I'm like, "Eh, probably not smart to mention certain things, you know, I forget that it is real life. So tiny bits edits, but not a lot. And I am okay with it today. Next week, I'll probably go, wow, that actually was really bad. And then I'll want to take it down and edit pieces out again. But I won't because as you guys know, as I've said 4,000 times, I'm too lazy. I'm not lazy about talking about being lazy. Very motivated when it comes to talking about being lazy. Uh, So it's the 100th episode, and that was the other thing making it hard for me to put the show out because when there's expectations, I always buckle. So it's like, oh my God, it's episode 100. It's got to be this momentous episode. And I didn't have that because I, when we taped this, not that I could make a momentous episode anyway, but when we did tape this, I wasn't even thinking it was episode 100. And so... And it was like, I can't, it's, you know, it's like wearing um, like a dress from Forever 21 to the Oscars, you know, just didn't feel this is nowhere near the Oscars. Um, But you know what I mean? Just didn't feel like I really did anything for it being 100. This is what I'm doing for it. I'm announcing that it's 100. Thanks for listening.
to all 100 if you have. If you haven't, go back and check them out. It's been quite the ride. And by quite the ride, I mean quite the car crash and then bringing the car to the shop and trying to fix it a few times and get it back running while it's puttering out. That's what it's been like. So if you've made it this entire car crash, awesome. You can survive anything. Um, just so you guys know, at the end of the episode, there's a little uh, recording of myself meeting Kyle's fiance. We've never met before. We're both, not we're both, we're very different, but she's very quiet, probably not super social. I'm very loud, but not very social. And uh, it's just been a strange kind of dynamic and I have, I don't, you know, it's energy to meet somebody. And so I've dreaded meeting her, not because she would be a bad person, but just because I'd have to be polite and say hello. So while we're taping this episode, we are taping at Kyle's and his fiance arrives. So if you'd like to hear our awkward little interaction and me really turning up the charm, <laughs> you can listen to that at the end of the episode. So don't turn off the episode before it ends. And, uh, you guys have a big show, a big monumental, momentous show ahead of you. We are going to talk about more flatulence, more bathroom etiquette, more poop habits, and many more sophisticated things. So enjoy yourself. Enjoy the show. Learn from it. Tell your grandkids about it. Tell it when, you know, when you have them. Write it down. Put it in history books. But most importantly... Give it five stars. Yeah? Eh? It's pretty easy. It's like a, a really simple, easy way to do something good for humankind. It's like philanthropy. So if you want to get your philanthropy in quick, easy, done, all you have to do is rate the show five stars. Pretty easy, I would say. So thanks again for listening. Enjoy uh, the show. And I hope you guys... Oh, I was going to tell you, I've been doing this lately before I say goodbye. I've been like, oh, this also... I mentioned raw at the beginning. Uh, tell you more in another episode. I got food poisoning from turkey from Thanksgiving, but not on Thanksgiving. We had an early Thanksgiving because my mom was going to have uh, chemotherapy right before Thanksgiving, so she wouldn't be able to enjoy a dinner or anything. So we did it early, and uh, four of us just were barfing our brains out for two days. And anyway, the show's going to get really disgusting, so I'll leave it at that. And my apologies for the disgustingness in advance. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and enjoy this week's show. Oh, I mean, 100th episode. So like a 90s sitcom. Oh, geez. That was going to be my perfect intro. Okay. So like a 90s sitcom, we left last show with a to be continued. And here we are, the new episode. It's been a week already. It's been a week already. Remember the to be continued? I uh loved it. Actually, yes. I uh, <laughs> never mind. What? Disney Plus has uh, old cartoons. Darkwing Duck. Do they do to be continued? I was a big fan of Darkwing Duck. All right, we're not talking about Darkwing Duck. <laughs> and the best. You're fired. You're already not a regular. <laughs> the best episodes were like two or three parters. But I used to get pissed when they'd play the replays, like from four to five in the afternoon. They'd play Darkwing Duck and. They like wouldn't follow up. Four o'clock would be to be continued, and then the four thirty episode would just be a random episode. Ah, 
Like nothing that's was serialized cool. back then. Yeah, that's yeah. So that was the worst. It used to always piss me off. So now I could watch the two and three parters in order. But maybe it was a smart move because then you really wanted to see it. So you'd you stick around for the you, next. You time. would get that with um, Seinfeld. There's I know uh, very there's a few, but couple to be yeah. continued. There's more than we think. Yes, there is. And there's a trivia question. And they used to play it for an hour on TBS or you know someplace in syndication. And like at four o'clock they'd play part one, four thirty they'd play part two, and then tomorrow at four o'clock you'd get part two. And I was like, they really don't have the ability to make. It doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like they must really be that and lazy. Phone in they the don't thing. care. They don't care. They because what. <laughs> A couple of people are going to complain, take the time I out to go, to know well, who it was the, it continued. I need to know who the serial killer in L.A. is. Right. <laughs> See, I know my Seinfeld. All right. Early seasons. All right. You got my respect back. <laughs> I dropped a Curb reference in the last one. Went right over your head, too. Well, I don't watch that much exactly. Curb. Exactly. So. Hmm. I, I wonder what it was. <laughs> Big Shoot. vagina. Oh. <laughs> I do know that one. Yep. I'm trying to remember why I know it, though. Because uh, the one... Woman says Jeff has a small penis. Oh, and he like, said, no, she's got a big penis. vagina. No, she's got a huge right, right, vagina. Right, 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 right. I have seen that huge. episode. I have. <laughs> I have seen that episode. Yes. Um, okay, so the to be continued, and I know everyone's sitting on the edge of their seats, literally, because it's about farting, and that's where you got to sit yep. when you're no. Uh, so there was the senator who farted, which, by the way, I think the human body is so amazing and so miraculous and I think one of the most beautiful things about the human body is most of the time we know if it's going to be a fart or a poo. <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> but I think that's a blessing from nature, from God. He was like, I'll give them the ability to let one slide. Well, imagine if it wasn't. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a blessing. People pants all over. <laughs> I know. But, you know. but it's interesting how you know the sensation of like, okay, I'm just going to let out a fart and it's not going to be a whole poop or it's going to be a poop at all. I think it's an interesting distinction that your body's but able to make. The, as they call it, shart is a thing. The shart is a thing, but I do feel like it's you more know, of a thing. I've for... got a little too aggressive pushing the <laughs> gas out. and See, I've never had the shart. <laughs> yeah, I've had some bad situations. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, I'm not cursed with the shart. I really am not. I'm very lucky. I, I, I I, every I time I'm right about I what it's going to be. one instance in particular that stands out to me <laughs> to where it's okay i it wasn't a shark i shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> well right what's yeah. the difference yeah, it, it, it's it, not a nothing's it, a shark it'll yeah, be a shit your pants it, it, it literally was um, a mess you fart and pooped it, there's that old louis ck or God, this is horrific. where he says he he he's <laughs> he shits his pants trying to fart and he oh, doesn't know I've what to seen. do, so he, he's throwing his underwear out oh. in the dumpster. He's like, I just had to... And somebody caught him, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like... Okay, wait, so why isn't he being shamed for that? He's shamed <laughs> yeah, for the masturbation, but like, not the dumping uh, of shit. These are my shitty underwear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a really nice person yeah. throwing them away for someone else. Imagine what kind of good person you'd have to be to just pick up a random pair of underwear that have been shit in and put Where's it in a garbage can. the weirdest place? You're a girl, so... You haven't shit in any weird places, have you? <laughs> uh, yes, I have. Yeah? Where's the weirdest place you shit? <laughs> this is not a good way to start the episode. <laughs> Your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. You whispered that. Almost <laughs> like it was central. Your mouth. Looks <laughs> like something, a stupid joke I don't want to make, so I'm not a dirty person. But you'll say it under your breath. Yes, because it's <laughs> at the top. Yeah. The thing is... It's going to be sitting in my brain, and I'll be trying to think of where I've pooped, but all I can think of is in your mouth. <laughs> so I have to get it out of the way. So where's the weirdest place? 
Huh. I've I've pooped in the woods. Okay. I've pooped on airplanes. <laughs> what you used to wipe? In the, the woods? woods? Probably a leaf. <laughs> Your mouth. <laughs> it's really stupid. Yeah. Probably a leaf. Or, you know what? Maybe I knew it was a clean one. I <laughs> just <laughs> let it go. A ghost? It was a ghost. The, ghost the thing is, the ghost happens. There's nothing on the Yes, toilet. or in the toilet. Yeah. You've seen that? Yeah. Well, I think that's just... It girth. slides, yeah, I know, just, but it's... It wants to go home with its friends. <laughs> but, but the chances, it's like making a hole-in-one at miniature golf. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really is. How does it just... Whoom, like, it's gone. It, yeah, you almost think special effects were... You really do. Like, so you're like, I, I know I know I went. Or like, I know I did. phantom where it's like, wow, that was a lot. And then you look... And you're, and you're like, that's it? Right. Where the rest of it go? Right, right. Well, anyway, this is horrific. <laughs> Sorry to start the show like this. Um, but we are going to follow up the last episode about the senator farting with these sportscasters farting, which you did play for me. And there's not really a sound there's effect. So it's not worth playing. Fart. Right. If you're interested in Googling it and finding the video for yourself, if you'd like to discern whether or not you think he let one go. And then tweet. <laughs> and then tweet hashtag Kyle and chill. <laughs> um, uh, Phil Sims, Jim Nance fart, and I'm well. Not both of them though. You got to no. It's I know, but you just made it sound like if you Google or YouTube, right? But poor, poor. Which one was the one that didn't fart? That was Jim Nance. So now Jim Nance is always going to have word fart. You know what's funny? That was the last year they were in the booth together. You know what? Bill Sims got taken out and Tony Romo got put in. Ah, ah! I knew Tony Romo took his job. Yeah. First of all, Tony's amazing, and he, he's never farted uh, in his life. I don't know if he's really amazing. He's amazing, he's and like, he's ah, always happy to be ah, a... What's happening? Ah. He's adorable, and he's always smiling. Yeah. He's smiling like he's got brain damage. Yeah, he might. And he probably does, he right? Might. It's not a bad point. But uh, so Jim Nance, yes. he's the one who didn't fart. No. So if you guys look up the video... It's very clear that he is unhappy with Phil Sims. Well, like he's not entertained at all. They're talking about the weather too, and um, <laughs> he wafts. The cameras on them, which they only get like three minutes of camera time per broadcast. Right. So the chances, so the that chances all, are, yeah. but he like wafts his hand forward and says, "I think the weather's about to change. Some warm air is coming in." And Phil and Jim Nance has a face of disgust and he stands up and gets away from them. But you can and, see it's a reaction to the waft. Yeah. And Phil Sims literally stands up and like goes with him and like, what's the matter? Well, and, he goes with him almost like, don't, 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 don't go. Yeah. Don't, don't leave me. And, and, and you still like me, right? Jim Nance is like, I'm worried about you. Yeah. That was such a good response. <laughs> yeah, like like, like his face was like, uh, very clearly disturbed by whatever smell his nose had just inhaled. Yeah. And it just happened to be after a hand wafted it. it. That's my question. Why would you waft? Wouldn't you want to be as indiscreet as possible no, no. and See, not pull it towards the man? He's an football player. It's like a locker room, like, <laughs> crap, dust this guy. Jokey, fun. Yeah, but he didn't even smirk. There was no, like, any... any... Well, Phil Sims is, seems like he's happy as pie. Well, yeah, he was very satisfied with himself. Yeah, he yeah. is very proud of his work. That's true. You know, this guy uh, crop dusted by me once, and I as and I knew he did it. I was looking, it was in a jewelry store, so and women don't fart. He was the only man in there. And so I was looking at earrings or something, and he walked by, and then there was a horrific smell. And I go, I know you crop dusted. Like, I called it out. I wasn't going to let him get away with it. Because now I'm standing in it, and it looks like I did it, or smells like I did it. And I, I, it's a problem with the elevator. Like, if the elevator smells when you come out, but it wasn't you, I always do that it wasn't me. You're gonna about to walk into some stench. I'll, I would tell you if it was me. Do you fart in front of uh, romantic 
partner? Not intentionally. I'm not that horrific. See, I have accidentally. Leanne has never. I heard her fart in her sleep once, and I wish I was recording. Yeah, but that's it. I, I think uh, I think I fart in my sleep a lot. I'm, I'm very. I've I'm told a, you I've got SIBO, uh, small intestine bacterial overgrowth, which I was saying it wrong last time because. Last time I said small bacterial intestine overgrowth or I don't know, whatever. Yes, whatever it is. I have that. So, yes, I do fart. <laughs> In the mornings, I'm pretty bad. Yeah. All right. Off this topic. Where I actually have a list of things to talk about. See what happens when I join the show. You're just trying to not get invited back. If it, Maybe if you farted and it really smelled, I wouldn't come back. You might get your wish. <laughs> Since we're still on the bathroom talk, I was trying to get away from it. I am still on it for one second. My uncle came over and went into my bathroom and noticed the placement of the towels. There are two towel racks very close in proximity to the toilet. And he said, I hope you don't wipe your face with any of those towels (laughs) because of splashing. And then I went and at curb, there's an episode where Larry splashes onto picture of jesus yep. <laughs> all of a sudden I, like i realized the splashing i never thought about the splashing my brother goes in this toilet sounds like niagara falls there's got to be some splashing and it must be on the towels do you have splashing is that a thing with guys like a very common thing or is that strange it, splashing does not <laughs> i love how technical you're asking this it's the most, science it's the most well-asked question you've ever i'm an investigative delivered. journalist yeah exactly um, Here with Dateline. The splashing that I get, like, guilty as charged 90% of the time, I don't even lift the seat. Right, okay. So there's splashing on the seat, And obviously. then you get splashing on the seat, but it doesn't really go too much unless you really have to pee. My brother says he aims at the side of the bowl, which well, minimizes yes, that's the, the other splashing thing. and the tinkle sound. Yep. Because, as I mentioned before, his friend Jason slash lover, <laughs> who was his new friend, yep. uh, he was over at my parents' house. He went to use the bathroom very far away, other side of the house. We could still hear the massive power of his pee well, stream. That's th- I think everybody's got a little more, uh, some people have more juice. Oh, he, the pee just falls out of me. Yeah, you have no strength. Yeah. He was like a he's power like, lifter. Yeah, he's going to say, my uh, genitalia needs to work out I or guess something. So. Because, yeah, I don't have the force, but I've heard it. But this is I've heard it in stalls and stuff, people peeing and it's like what it's really loud. I said I said an episode a long time ago or a few months ago, we need a tinkle free toilet. This is my invention. So last night was a perfect example. This guy, forty something year old man, at an acquaintance's house with his sister, his father, his mother, he goes to use the bathroom on the other end of the house, and we can all hear his pee stream. That should that should not be happening. There needs to be a tinkle free toilet. And uh, then he comes out, has no idea that we've all just been listening to him pee and talking about how we could hear him peeing. And it's, uh, it's, it's, um, in 2019, I feel like this is an issue that shouldn't be. The urinal is silent. Yeah, but no one has urinals in their home no. and you're not worried about the sound really as much if you're in a public restroom, even though I mean, I am, I do think there should be a rule in all public bathrooms. There should be music playing at all time. I agree. I don't want to hear the nuances of this woman's tinkle stream or her fart that she's been holding yep. in. One, sometimes I'll hear like a stream that's like goes and stops, goes. Yes. And it's like, you might want to get that checked. You yeah. might have a swollen prostate, buddy. Well, you know what? I hate that sometimes I'll be in there 
and I'm having a thing. It doesn't happen often, but sometimes you feel like you really got to go, but really you don't have anything in there. And then someone witnesses, hears that where like, I'm like, zip down my pants. I'm in the bathroom. It's a whole thing. And then it's just like, and then it's done. They're like, and they're listening. Right. I don't want them to know. I will go directly into the water if I'm in public and I think I'm going to pee for an unusually long pee. So you want people want, to hear it? Right, I you want, want the credit. To, like, like, wow, he yeah, held that hey, for a long this time. Is some serious <laughs> piss right here. He had to go. <laughs> I know. Like that, that's I don't bragging mind. rights. Yes, right. yes. That's I will I will boast about how long I pee once in a while. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Really long one. I agree. If I go the short tingle, I'm embarrassed. I, I don't want anyone think to hear of it. The League of Their Own with Tom Hanks peeing. Mm-hmm. Yep. How long it is. Yep. And I'm like, I you know what? I think I've had some that long. You're I know you're not really an Adam Sandler guy. Older stuff. Do you remember his album? In this little world's longest pee. That's so stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's um, me and Katie loved it in high school. Yeah, I like the other album better. I don't know. I don't know it. I only knew one. What the hell happened to me was the one I liked. That's oh. the one with the cock and balls lady and the hypnotist Kevin Nealon. Is that medium pace? No, that's oh. the see. I only one. I only yeah, know medium pace. I one. got a snake. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, the only yeah. one I know. That's the one you know. But anyway, that's a very better. long pee. All right, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the pee. Let's get to the real yeah. talk. Enough. Enough. Well. So I was, you know, writing down bullet points for conversation pieces. And I changed the description on the show a little while ago from like a show about mental health and depression to a show that touches on like a show for the neurotic that touches on depression. But I really like to highlight that neurotic, the neurotic thing. So I want to talk more about neuroses that you couldn't pronounce the last show. What did I say? neuroticies you're at something like it's like a philosopher oh by the way so the story i told about the guy at starbucks who is a philosopher he's a philosophy professor yeah i told him my joke which i love my joke and he he had said never he had never heard it before which i was very surprised so i figured it's a hacky joke someone's had to have said it before i said well, my favorite philosopher is mediocrities <laughs> and he's like oh that was good <laughs> And I said, really? You've genuinely never heard that? He said, I swear to God, I've never heard that. What? He's a philosophy professor, and he's reading about philosophy on his downtime? Well, he's like, it was like... prepping a lesson. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was like a lesson book. Uh, But anyway, I'm neurotic, and I think neuroses are funny, and I wanted to talk about them. Um, And I thought it was interesting, because as I was Googling neuroses, I found out that it's no longer the term is no longer used by the professional psychiatric community since 1980. So it's not recognized as like a mental disorder. Okay. But... Good news for me. Right. So you are you are still a normal guy. <laughs> so uh, it is, though, still a class of functional mental disorders. So I don't really understand how that works. But it's almost like how we were trying to figure out if we're narcissists or not. I can't really figure out if neuroses is a mental disorder or not. But this woman wrote a book, which I thought was amazing. So a woman, there's obviously a lot of people who've written on neuroses, but one called Neuroses and Human Growth, written by a woman named, (laughs) I'm just trying to bring the show back down to the pee poop talk, written by a woman named Karen Horney. (laughs) It's not that funny. (laughs) You're such a child. I know. It's really not that funny, but it was like really out of all people to write about neuroses, like well, someone with the last name Horny. I would, if I had the last name Horny, 
I would be very neurotic. Well, I wouldn't even put my name out how there. About, how about uh, Dick Butkus? <laughs> oh, yeah, what's that He's from? He's a football player. Yes, that's unbelievable. An old football player. And it's like, his name is Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus. Well, Colin Powell, his name is Colin. <laughs> yeah, like know. his parents. Like they saw him and they're like, he looks like a Colin. <laughs> he looks like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. His name is literally Colin. Butthole. Yeah. Who would do that? You know, Dick what type of cruel people? His last name's Butkus. That's hard enough. They decided to go with Dick. But you know what? They probably named him Richard. Yeah, well, you, you got to think about that. And why would you go by Dick if you're... <laughs> I'd be Rick Probably because he liked the attention. It's the same for the peace stream. Maybe he's getting a lot of attention for the <laughs> di- Dick Butkus. Uh, it's un- unreal. It is unreal. But in the fact that, like... They just accept it as in, like, they don't call it out. Like, if his name was Dick, Dick Butkus, constantly, you'd be joking. I'd have to constantly yeah. be like. <laughs> yeah. This is my wife, Titty Nipple Slip. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, it's just weird. Yes. It's just weird. Right. So I think it's what's the strange thing is, is when there's weird things and no one calls it out. And maybe that's where my neuroses come in. Because I always think if you call attention to something that's weird or different or funny or strange or awkward it makes it less awkward okay so if something like that happens in a room you'll bring it up to the room yeah if a guy's name was dick buckkiss you'd be like hey look <laughs> hey everybody here comes old <laughs> dick buckkiss i have no friends <laughs> see see i, I well if he said I, that my name is dick buckkiss <laughs> I would probably what I genuinely. Okay, if I, what's your real? Take? Okay, my real take. <laughs> I probably would wait a second and hesitate and let it sink in and see what the room's reaction was. <laughs> if there was also reaction where everyone was on board, I'd go with it. I'd I'd call it out. But if people were just like, yeah, his name's Dick Buckus, like let's go grocery shopping, everything's normal. I wouldn't until he was gone. Then I talk see, about him behind I'm, his back. I'm the same way. If something's uncomfortable, usually I need to like voice it yeah. to help myself. Yeah. pretty much make it more comfortable. But I won't do it. I'll just do it to like one person. I have in, in like every, under your breath. Yeah, in like <laughs> every social situation, I always look for like that one or two allies to have next to me to murmur all my sarcastic <laughs> right, comments right, right, to. Right, right, right. And I won't say it in the group because then all of a sudden I'm the weird guy. Like, talk That's about true. awkward. That one guy, he was going <laughs> to shut up about Dick's name. He just right. kept, you know, like, I, I'm more of the, like, just find my one or two people that I trust and make all my <laughs> judgmental, sarcastic <laughs> comments to them. You know, see, this is a gift you should be sharing with everyone. It is. I feel like you're holding back from bringing happiness and smiles to the world. Except but for I, but Dick Buckus. <laughs> but I don't do it in that assholey way. It'd be like, hey guys, mm-hmm. look at this guy. Well, that's the thing I try. I read, to, I'd read the room. I try to make it a little more uh, witty rather than insulting. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But, <laughs> and it's possible to do that, to be, to kind of bust with, like, bust him on. I, hate, I sound yeah. like my mom when I'm like, bust him on, on him, bust his chops. <laughs> but like when you bust balls with someone, there's a way to do it that's not mean, but it's still personal. You, you know what? You know I mean, Sadly, though, I think I'm at my funniest when I am cutting a little bit, when I am being a little bit meaner. Like cutting, like because like you hate yourself cutting? No, no like I'm, I'm throwing some jabs that are maybe... Yeah, of course. That it's just funnier. Right, of course it's funnier. Because you know. there's more, there's more, ro- like, uh, what's the word? There's more, not ro- <laughs> railing on it? There's more riding on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's more riding on it. So yes, exactly. The ante has been upped. Uh, But you have to have the right synergy and the right energy going. Otherwise, it couldn't 
be you just looking like a dickhead. So I want to say it was like third or fourth grade, the Scholastic book. Oh, sales, I remember. remember oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I got a book called Garfield's Insults, Put Downs, and Slams. That's amazing. And that shaped you into who it, you are it, today. I know. I, know I read did. that book so many times, and I used to take pride on having quick comebacks and fast wit. And it was like a defense thing. If I felt like so, I'd just make them look like a fool, I'd just right. tear them down. Right. And I've worked on, as I've gotten older, <laughs> like I do that so easily and effortlessly that I don't think, I wasn't thinking about the repercussions that, like, wow, maybe that person feels pretty <laughs> shitty that I just ripped like 18 short jokes on them in a row or something. Who you cares? Know. They deserved it. But um, I've gotten older, I've, I've gotten better, but I do think I, still have that like almost a superpower to belittle somebody very quickly very insulting and fast it is a superpower and you got to only use it it's like breaking the uh fire alarm mm -hmm. or pulling it you know the red phone it's like only in emergency use it sparingly well i pull that out with great power comes great responsibility exactly but that's a great book check that, it out that is wait what's it called again garfield's book of insults put downs and slams I almost remember you having that. It was such a big part of my childhood. It, I really genuinely, I don't know if I'm making that up in my head, but part of me is like, I feel like I associate you with Garfield somehow. <laughs> so you must have carried it with you. I must have seen it at it's some probably point. probably all that lasagna. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't even. It's because you shit in the I litter box. I don't even particularly <laughs> like Garfield. And there was nothing to do right, with right, no, but I wouldn't, right. him really right, in the book. Right. <laughs> and I'm not weird. saying you, you're like, I see you and I'm like, Garfield. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Garfield hey. over here. That's more of a Heathcliff but guy. <laughs> there's, right. Poor Heathcliff. Imagine Never being Heathcliff. Love. I know. But he lived in a junkyard. Did I mean, he? Yeah. He was, That's what he, he deserves. Set to fail yeah. from the beginning. Gar you're, you're trash, yeah. born trash, you die trash. No, you don't remind me of Heathcliff, but... The idea of you having something with Heathcliff seems... Garfield. Or, 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 <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Garfield, the cat. Yep. An annoying cat that's orange. <laughs> Someone drew. You remind me of. Somehow, but not like when I look at He's you. He's lazy with no motivation. <laughs> I wonder how I could associate you with that. Exactly. So weird. Um, I'm very, very, very influenced by Bugs Bunny. Really? Very influenced by Bugs Bunny. You also know who's, who's influenced by Bugs Bunny? Or you know who also is? Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. <laughs> and before I ever knew that, when I was little, I would say to my mom, Jerry Seinfeld reminds, reminds me of Bugs Bunny. Interesting. I can see that. I don't... If there's, ain't, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that wise guy. Yeah, yeah. Quick on quick, your... Yeah. Smart. He, to me, was childish. Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. He, so, you, you know, I was a big... Uh, Another insult. I was a big Don Rickles guy when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah. Which is his daughter follows me on Instagram. Really, Mindy. Tell her. No. Um, <laughs> well, I used to do the podcast. She never wrote back. <laughs> What's wild is um, I liked him because of a carpet commercial. <laughs> <laughs> That's insulting to him. Yeah, like, I, well, I didn't know much about him, but right. he used to be in a carpet commercial. It was just his face in a carpet, and people were spilling stuff on him. Oh, that's funny. It was for like carpet oh, cleaner. That's good. And he was insulting them. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, watch it with the grape juice, you hockey pucks." I, oh, you know, I love like, that. Yeah, I totally. See that. And I was obsessed with him. And then I remember my dad showing me old videos, him doing the roasts with James Dean and all those guys. And you know where he got a start? I think I don't know if this is super factual, but Sinatra, my dad, right? Is well, he part of that whole crew. I think so, because that like dinner crowd kind of yeah. like that funny. But he used to bu be a busboy or something in Old Forge, and someone didn't show up to some sort of performance or show, so he 
did it. Something like that. My dad has told me that story. So I don't know if he's from upstate New York or how he was working in Old Forge, but anyway, which is near us. It was just like a little restaurant thing. My favorite story was he uh, was friends with Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. and all those guys. And he was bringing a girl out on a date. And he said to Sinatra ahead of time, he's like, listen, I'm bringing a girl oh, yeah. out. I've heard the story. And, and it's a pretty famous story. And, you know, it'd be awesome if you came up to the table and, you know, said hello to me when I had this girl. She'd be really impressed. And he's like, okay, I'll do that for you. And Sinatra came over and he's like, Mr. Rickles, hey, how are you doing? I just want to come over here and pay my respects and say hi to you. And Don Rickles looked at him and he's like, what the hell's your problem, Frank? Can't you see I'm having a dinner? Get the hell out of so here. Good. You have no manners. It's so yeah. good. It's, like, oh, it's so that's good. genius. You oh, know? So like, genius. You know, he used them for something, but it wasn't what Sinatra right. thought it was right. going to be. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just so great. Oh, but what a genius. I love I loved Don Rickles. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, Don Rickles and uh, Garfield's book. So I do like insults. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, start throwing some on the show. Yeah. You're very nice to me. I'd like some insults. You need it. The niceness. You're too pathetic. To I know. Problem. I know. It's like kicking a <laughs> yeah, child when they're down. Exactly. It's pathetic. <laughs> I can't abuse a sick, sad, <laughs> pathetic animal. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> Pretty accurate. <laughs> okay. So do you think you're neurotic? Oh, yeah. Okay. 100%. Do you think someone can be funny without being neurotic? To some people, but I may not find them as funny. Same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there, there is definitely a place for that. There's a place for everything when it comes to humor, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, I connect and I like comics more that are telling like what's going on in their head and all the crazy thoughts they're having in a normal situation and their different little spin on how things are going. That's I very think, much me. I think there's a trend in comedy that's been going on for a while now. But in the 80s, 90s, I think it was more of a neurotic person was the funny comic and now it's the confident cocky person they're almost like a crystalia type started it yeah it's like you're funny if you're arrogant and i really it just bums me out because you lost so much nuance to to funniness by being so confident because i think i'm attracted to the neurotic kind of comedy there's not that much of it mitch hadberg yeah or like um you know um what the uh i'm drawing a blank Dick, Bo- Boston, Dick Butkus. Bo- Boston comic. Oh, Bill Burr? No, no, older. Bill Burr's old. Oh my God. It's killing me. He's got good. A die, good, die. Got a good liner, uh, one liners. He's the guy on the couch and half baked. Oh, um. Jesus. He he looks like he's stoned. Yeah, Massachusetts comic. Yeah, I know oh you're talking God. about. Oh my God. I don't know his name. Jim, Jim, Jim. No. Oh, it's not. <laughs> Jim, you know who I'm going to say? Yeah, Goat Boy. Yeah, what's his name though? Jim, uh. Brewer. Yeah. No. Talking to the mic. No, not Jim Brewer. Um, I have no idea. Move on. All right. It'll come. Moving on. It'll come to me as soon as I Google it. Are you saying this person is neurotic or they're not neurotic? He's super neurotic. Right. And I miss that. And, and it's a shame that more people aren't struggling with neuroses because I think it's so fun and so endearing. And uh, so I looked up personality traits of people with neuroses and uh, symptoms may involve or traits may be anxiety, sadness, depression, anger, irritability, mental confusion, low self-worth, etc. Behavioral symptoms such as phobic avoidance, vigilance, impulsive and compulsive acts, lethargy, cognitive problems such as unpleasant or disturbing thoughts, repetition of thoughts and obsession, 
habitual fantasizing, negativity and cynicism, etc. Interpersonally neurosis or interpersonally neurosis involves dependency, aggressiveness, perfectionism, schizoid isolation, which is a real world word. Schizoid, I always thought that was like a slang. <laughs> An insult. Yeah. Uh socioculturally inappropriate behavior, etc. But I really feel like they need to add to this list funny. Funny. Yeah. It, well, I mean, I'm sure there's awful neuro- neurotic people out there that aren't funny. But I think, you know, you mix all these things together. Things anxiety, sadness, depression, person. anger, yeah, irritability. It's like every com- comedian. Yes. Every good comedian. That's why it's a bummer because you can't like Woody Allen anymore. Why not? I don't know because you're not supposed to get the whole like sex thing. Like, what do you do? I don't know. No, he married his stepdaughter. Yeah. I like him. You're not allowed to say you like him. She's of age now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't speak to it because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that educated on it. But it doesn't. I don't. I, I don't, it, I don't just know about he, it. Really. He might be a creep. Doesn't mean he's he doesn't have funny. some good That's the thoughts in his, in his head. Here's the thing. He's got some bad ones too, apparently. Right, but here's the thing. I'm not excusing people being bad because they're like because they have a talent. But if you want people who are really good at something or really creative or really this or really that or really funny they're going to be fucked up yeah we can't expect these people to be normal fucking people so it should not be a surprise when they marry their adopted daughter like just i don't i don't know why it's a shock every time you know you think like you learn after a while like what happens once all right that's kind of bad that's shocking but it happens over and over all these Famous people do bad things, and every time we're like, oh. You know what's so weird like, about obviously. that? Is if that was a romantic comedy. It would have been great. And, like, the mom was mean. <laughs> right. And right. The, and it was, like, a really sweet love story of them falling in love. And there's a chance that maybe that's what it was. Exactly. Right. Then people would judge it completely different. You know what? I think people should go, he's open to other cultures. I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny. Yeah, right. There's a positive in his statutory yeah, right. Right? At least he's open-minded Stephen about who Wright. Stephen Oh, the con- yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed him. I don't yeah. really know him well. Oh, he's good. I uh, I would probably like him cuz he was yeah. neurotic, yeah. And a lot of one-liners and he speaks real low. I see if I were him, I would be very self-conscious. I know his last name is spelled W R I G H T, but I would be like, "Oh, but I'm always wrong." <laughs> like of course I had to get the name right. Because I'm wrong. Yeah. It's like the same with Karen Horney. She's probably never horny. She's like, I swear to God, I'm She's not really. Like, How yeah. did the family get that name? Was some guy going around just humping everybody? <laughs> Are you horny? <laughs> right. Well, you know, he's a carpenter. He's a carpenter. Horny. He was a perv. <laughs> like, how did they get that name? That's tough. And and you'd think it'd change over time. Right. You'd think someone would go, like, you know, because actually my grandmother's maiden name is Horn. So maybe at one point it was horny. Yeah, maybe she changed it. <laughs> yeah, because I descend from the family Is of horns. Is she horny? She had six kids. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> so she's either horny or very religious. <laughs> or Mormon. Yes. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> we're, on, we're on the clock. All right. What time is it? Uh-oh. All right. So Soonish. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So I know you never have anything to tell your therapist, uh, but I have something to tell my therapist, of course. Can I ask you a quick question about that? This is just to give the show some routine. Yeah, I know. know. I break off every second. I know. I know. know. Thank you. Do you have a preference on a male or a female? I might have asked you this at one point. For therapy? Yeah. Um, 
I've... Well, it's hard for a female to screw me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the thing is, I've only had... So my psychiatrists that I've had have only been male, and my therapists I've only had or have had are only female, not intentionally. Maybe intentionally I chose two female therapists, but I don't think so because one was based on like a basically a free sliding scale thing. So I was assigned whoever. So I've never had a male therapist, but I would think I'd prefer a female therapist. You know what's weird? Because both men psychiatrists have been a little cold. I think I would prefer a female. Yeah, they're softer, more delicate. I think it's easier to talk to a female about stuff. Absolutely. And I think they're women, and of course men can be empathetic, but I think women naturally, oh no, oh no. She oh shit, oh no, oh shit. <laughs> Hold on. Shit. Kyle's fiance is here. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. And my car's in the spot. <laughs> All right, I approve of the 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 uh, there is there is a uh, the engagement. Weird, do you? <laughs> yeah, there is a weirdness. Oh, it's so strange. I'm very uncomfortable. Like, no, she's fine. There, there is a weirdness of like I'm doing, even I though know. I'm not. It's the same with cops. Know, it's, it's like we just yeah, caught with cocaine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I did nothing wrong. <laughs> no, we, no. We're basically in the no. scenario. We're like suburban white women. We sh- we have nothing to worry about. The, like with it, cops. It's like my phone. Like I could give her my phone and go through it because there's nothing in it that I would have to worry about. Right. But there's still a certain amount of like, well, uh, like uneasiness when someone's going through your phone. I know. You know what I mean? Well, like it's sort of like that. Like not you know there's nothing here and right. there never would be no and i think she trusts me 100 percent. yeah i hope so but <laughs> there's still a weirdness in it you know from i i yes for me it's even weirder because it's like i'm in her spot like i'm on her couch yeah, in her, her world right yeah. like who's this bitch get the fuck out of here yeah, right i'm in her parking spot i, I mean see this is being a neurotic being a neurotic person this is like worst Where case scenario Oh, yeah, I guess she could squeeze in there. You know what's going to happen? Oh, she parked on the lawn. All right, well, you know what's going to happen? You owe me money for the lawn. <laughs> Someone's gonna, the lawn's going to get fucked up. <laughs> Someone's going to run into her car. Something's going to happen where it's really going to drive home what an asshole what, I was for being in her spot. Yes, well, that's I how things go. 2.24, and you were here at 2.38. So. I, I know, but you did tell me two originally, and then I got all thrown off. I was ready to go. I should just stuck with two. You wouldn't have got here until 25 <laughs> after anyway. I would have been right, exactly. Yeah, learn. But I thought we did maybe have until about five twenty. Well, she usually gets out at five, so. Right, so that was unfair. Really, that was very unfair. <laughs> yeah, at the end. Putting it on <laughs> we her. really don't appreciate yes, it. Yeah, exactly. You know what? <laughs> How I'll, dare you? I'll talk to her. When Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give her a good tongue lashing. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, so we were uh, something you were a uh, male female therapist. Yeah, I yeah. think of female. Yeah, definitely. I would have to. The psychiatrist that I've had non-intentionally again have both been male the first one i did pick out but i liked his description of what he said he worked on and then uh i ended up not liking him at all and then the other guy was recommended to me by my female physician my general practitioner and so that wasn't really by choice either he was also kind of cold but not as cold as the first guy but there is a more of a let's get shit done let's get to business like what can we fix not what can we harp on so women 
are much more, I think, willing to allow you to harp on things. Yeah, men. <laughs> men want to solve that shit and yeah, shut it up. Shut up. Imagine being being a psychiatrist and you just want to say, like, shut the fuck up. You got to hit that point. They're human. I, right? I wonder that too. Like, how? So it's usually an hour, right? Yeah. And they, but and they, they're strict by it. Oh yeah, well yeah, they, yeah. they don't want overlap in the waiting room. No, but even if there's an appointment afterward, I've never seen not one of my therapists or. Uh, psychiatrists have been giving with time and the reason I comment on that is because I've been thinking about it lately because for my business Kristen and chill the dating stuff I do uh, banter sessions which are an hour long I go an hour 20 I do coaching calls I go an hour and 15 you might have to put a hard and I need to stop it right see now you know why they do it I do but at the same time I'm like I think I'm too nice but in the sense of like this person went out of their way you know what, to though? seek out like, help, uh, they had paid money. A shrink will justify it being like, like you need to learn boundaries and you need to learn that my time is precious too. Right, and, and it's I'm not trying. all about you. You got to tie it in like that. Yeah, and, I think know I mean? you know what it's almost like if I like the person. I'm like, I'll let him run on for a few minutes. Like, I don't have anything else to do anyway. <laughs> right, I really don't. I have no friends. I have no life. Yeah. I'm desperate for someone to rub my back. I'm clearly alone. <laughs> I'm very alone. So yeah, all right. I got nothing else to do. But I do seem to loosen up for the people that I think I like a little more. Maybe not. Have you ever seen that thing on the internet? <laughs> no. <laughs> of somebody took a paper hand, like they cut out a traced their hand and cut it out and they taped it to an oscillating fan and put it over their back and it just oh yes that's such a good idea <laughs> and it's like this is the best yes. soothing yes. thing i, could do I have seen that and like, i've like that's what you need you know what if i wasn't so lazy and it's easy it's yeah. an easy thing but i'm like ah, i gotta get a fan i gotta get a paper nope. it's easier for me to find a boyfriend that i don't want to date and go on a billion dates with them to get them to rub my back. That it would be to just, <laughs> just build that, build that little like, contraption. I can find somebody who, even if he treats me bad, yeah. rub my back. For some reason, anything that's new that I've never done before, it's very difficult. You know, it's, it's harder to to begin. The beginning steps are always, I always say that. I wasn't looking at your text either. <laughs> See, like, oh, that, I hope you were. that's what you're talking about with neurotic. I glanced down when your phone yeah. went off and you saw me. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, great. She thinks I'm looking at her text. Oh, see, and I thought, oh, great. He thinks I care that he looked at my text. <laughs> yeah, see, so we're both <laughs> right. It's like a, a, a neurotic tango. <laughs> the, the the problem though with the uh, someone grabbing your phone is like you never know. Like, did did you somehow accidentally not like delete your porn? History. Right? Did you like? <laughs> yeah. Did you not delete all the nudes that you took <laughs> yes. that afternoon? I, you never know. So, like, for the most part, I don't think guys my age are sending nudes. No, thank God. I mean, some of them probably are, but like, I'm so far removed from that world that, <laughs> that like, I don't have to worry about it. But there is still like a, a nervousness if someone's looking through my pictures. Oh, like, absolutely. What if there's something in there? I know. Well, even like, and I don't have anything on my phone. Like I don't that. either. I really don't. Who am I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not some sexcapade lady. Yeah. And I get nervous too every time my mom wants to see it. When she goes to like take pictures, I'm like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because the thing is, I think for me what it is, is I never know what's coming into my phone. Not that I think th- something's bad. <laughs> you get a lot of news. I occasionally have gotten dick pics. <laughs> Unsolicited. Yeah. Someone air so <laughs> people can airdrop. Yeah. You know, I have airdrop on, and actually someone airdropped something to me at Starbucks the other day, and I think I know who it was, and I think it was someone trying to figure out if I was that person, like the name. I think they were trying to see, because then I accepted it and I saw them look at me. 
Anyway, it wasn't a dick, though. It was just like a picture of their children, <laughs> which was worse than a dick pic. I'm married, too. <laughs> yeah. Right. The, um... Oh, shit. Sorry. Um, yeah, the fo- the phone thing's weird. Um, but I've turned... Like, my messages don't show up here. It just says message from... And ah, see, that's what I need to get. You can turn that on. Okay, so you probably turned that on after a message came in from me and Leanne saw it. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> Not because of that, but... But it was part of the but, but them, driving force. Yeah, like, that w- wasn't it. But, no, just... Uh, the other thing is, like... What if my boss is looking at like a picture of something I took and a message is like, "Hey, you want to smoke a whole bunch of weed?" Right, afterward? exactly. That's the thing. You or never know what's like coming that. in. Exactly. I don't want something coming in that's right. doesn't need to be seen. My drug dealer might say, "Heroin tonight <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> heroin special." <laughs> Buy two get one. Black free. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Black Tar Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Yeah, no, you never know. You never know. I, uh, there's this guy who uh, I wasn't ever really dating. I thought he was a nice guy. He's He must be a, um, what's someone who likes to pray around naked? Nudist? Not, well, not a nudist, uh, but like a... Streaker? Not a streaker. Uh, <laughs> keep guessing. Keep going. How many more? Like a, uh, he, he's very verbose. Exhibitionist? Yes, exhibitionist. Uh, I think he just likes to be naked. We're not dating or anything. And he will just... It hasn't in a long time, but he will just randomly send me a picture of him selfieing himself in the mirror, totally <laughs> naked. Selfieing himself in the mirror sounds like he's masturbating <laughs> or something, but taking a picture of himself totally naked. And and I never say like, oh my god, stop, because I think he's funny. I'm always like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> so it's but it's not like a sexual way. He's just weird. Yeah. That's... And and I've realized this because he started a, a <laughs> some sort of social media account where. He posts a lot of that stuff. But before it was more like just, I think he would just randomly send it to girls. He's weird. He's a very weird <laughs> he guy. He sounds like a strange guy. <laughs> he's a creep. Like, I should have him arrested. <laughs> but it is funny. There's something funny about it because I never have to respond in a like, remember the last show we were talking about? <laughs> like, oh, let me grab your pussy. Like, in a sexy way. Like, yeah. you don't have to respond in a sexy no. way. I respond in like an LOL. Yeah. And he's fine with that. And it doesn't happen often. But, you know, I don't know if my mom's holding the phone and all of a sudden he decides to be. Exhibitionist. Would that be the worst thing in the world? What do you think your mom's reaction would be? She would. Yes, I do think it'd be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> she would think I was a an evil, bad, sinning child, like a pervert, pervert living a corrupt life, and uh, and then and then after it sank in, she'd probably go, "Oh, it's a nice penis." <laughs> <laughs> good do you have any where he's hard? I have several, but one time, so he had sent sent me so many of those so one time i was out with this is something you should tell your therapist <laughs> that's the thing is things that i think i shouldn't tell my therapist are probably the actual yeah, things yeah. one time uh i was out and someone had sent me uh airdropped me a photo of some stranger at this bar so we airdropped him a picture of my, my friend <laughs> <laughs> so you're sending that out to other yeah. people that's the worst i told him he's like i don't care yeah he's like he's do people it people see it the more no, I really off. <laughs> really no really he's yeah. like a freak yeah, that's weird. Anyway, um, what I was going to talk about for something I tell my therapist is not that. It should have been that. But uh, is how I got out of... I can't believe I haven't told the story on this podcast yet. I got out of two speeding tickets or two stop sign tickets from the same cop. Really? Yep, twice in a row. <laughs> I talked Here? my way out. 
Oh yeah. They're always there. They're it, waiting. They're lurking. The, the thing is like, I stopped. I just didn't stop good enough. Really? Exactly. You're bust my balls over that. Nobody was coming. Exactly. It wasn't really a danger. That was my argument. I got out of it twice with the same guy. So, um, so I, I have no skills. And I think this is why I would tell my therapist this. I have no skills. I can do nothing. I'm not a good salesman. I can't talk my way in or out of most anything except at this very moment. This is the only thing I've been able to be proud of. And I wish I could apply what I did with that cop to, you know, agents or casting directors or people that have, you know, some say. But yeah. when I get around the people that can intimidate me, I think this inferiority complex just like takes over my entire being and I can't speak. I can't be myself. But this cop, well, I don't give a fuck about. I talk to him like, yeah, yeah, you're not Hopefully giving me a ticket. Hopefully he doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden I get a bunch of tickets in the mail. So the first time was, it was at night and he was clearly hiding. I did not see him at all. Big SUV. Didn't see him. I was in a very good mood. It was about 11, 1130 at night. Not many people around or no one around. Yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere a lot yeah. of time. No one's around. And I had just gone shopping, which was another thing that I wanted to tell my therapist. I think I'm doing too much um, retail therapy which is a term that I don't really want to use because I'm not a 50-year-old housewife yet. But I do think I'm doing a lot of retail therapy. Okay. So I had gone shopping and bought myself a bunch of stuff. I was feeling fly. And I wear, I buy all this shit. I have nowhere to wear it. I don't leave my house. But I'm buying like outfits, you know. So I had just gone shopping. I was enjoying myself. And all of a sudden, a little, little ways down the road, I see his lights turn on. And I genuinely didn't remember rolling through because... I was so not paying attention. I thought I was speeding. So he pulled okay. me over in front of my parents' house. And so I pull over. I'm in front of my parents' house. And he comes up to the car. And so the, the smoothness that I had was insane. I've never been smoother in my life. So he comes up to the window. And I just go, I live right there. Like, I just, I'm right here. You know, like you're pulling over literally right here. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he said uh, license and registration or something like that. And I said, okay, okay, okay. So I get my thing, my things, I give it to him. And he said, you know, I pulled you over. And I genuinely didn't know. So I said, I was speeding. And he said, no, you rolled through the stop sign. And I'm like, and it just was so natural. Oh. I was like, oh, I, that? Eh, that's nothing. It really isn't. And so I had like the smoothest, I go, I'm such a logical person, you know, and if there's danger, of course I'm going to stop. But I said, but I use, I use my logical thinking. I don't think in black and white. I think in relativity, yes. But I was being silly kind of at the yeah. same time. I go, I know no one's around. We're, we live in a ghost town. There's nothing that's going to be harmed at this very moment. So I use my, my critical thinking and I roll through the stop sign. Um, I said <laughs> something like, now if you give me a ticket, you're not going to be using your critical thinking because you're just going to only be thinking in black and white terms. But I know you're smarter than that. <laughs> like, But it was being like fun. Wow. And he... I had him like he was into it. He was kind of smiling. And so, and then I, and then I go, and the other thing too, I go, I just, I just spent a lot of money shopping. <laughs> and I said, I go, I just spent a lot of money shopping and I, I go, I'm trying to save up money to move to New York. And I go, I really can't spend money on a stop sign ticket. That's like not like legitimate, you know, yeah. if there's danger. Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, he took my license and whatever and went back to the car and then came back a minute later and was like, all right, just don't do it again and smile or whatever. So I was like, oh my God, never again, ever, ever, never, ever, <laughs> So ever. how long before the second one? About two months. And did he recognize you? Oh yeah. And what did he say? So uh, 
So I went. It was. It's like have made to New York. Yeah, I have it. No, I go. I'm, not, I'm still saving money. I, go, I can't. I still have time. To, I can't spend money on tickets still. So this was even funnier. You know, this was funnier because of the scenario. So I went down to a gas station to get a slice of pizza. I was desperate. It was like midnight, and I was really hungry. And it was really good. And I was so fixated on how good this gas station pizza was. I was blown away. That what was going through my mind at that exact moment when I went through that stop sign. And it's not like I blow through. I roll. You roll. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. You slow down. You slow down. It's not like I'm going 90. So uh, what was going through my head was, wow, I can't believe how good this gas station pizzas i want to go back and get another slice <laughs> so my my destination in my head was to turn around and get back down to the gas station before the other slices were you gone done that yes you would have felt weird i'm back no i've been like give me the rest of that shit <laughs> so uh so in my head that's all i was focused on and all of a sudden i see lights go off i'm like oh god damn it and so i pull over and as i pull over i'm like oh my god what if it's the same cop and so uh, I have no idea and it's dark out. So I can't see who's coming, you know, the bright lights. And I've got this slice of pizza in my hand. And I had my dog Foco with me who's okay. sick. And so <laughs> he walks up. And so I'm like, ah, I might know this guy. I might not know. So I kind of peeked my head to the side a little bit. And he approached the car. And I was like, oh, my God, it's him. I go, I think um, I think we've met before or something like that. And he goes, I think so, too. And uh he said, not in New York yet, something like that. And I was like, no, 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 I'm just still saving money and definitely don't have money to spend on a, on a stop sign ticket. I go, it's the same logic as before. You know, I'm using my logical brain. The laws don't apply to me. <laughs> and I got him again. I got him again. I think I just was making him laugh enough. But Is he a younger guy, older guy? I think he's probably our age. Okay, so that might help. Maybe he likes you. No, but he didn't ask. He's not, you know, that was a couple months ago. He's not like followed up or anything. No, well. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he probably thought I was. Think you're going to start getting pulled over just all the time? Well, I thought maybe he might look. He's got my name, my license. thought maybe he might send me a letter. He's got my address. <laughs> an old love letter. <laughs> an old school romance. So uh, I then I used Foca, my dog, <laughs> as well. Because, you know, the cancer card. Yeah. I used the dog card. I said, I'm spending all of my money on her. Uh, heart medication she's got congestive heart failure but I was being funny with it like yeah. he knew I wasn't being super serious and so uh and so I was like stroking her like you know I was like such a loving mother you so, know it's like when you need your child like a mean mom but then all of a sudden looks super sweet in front of the school principal because she has to look like she loves her child so did even though I really do love my child or my dog did what did he say when he let you go <laughs> don't said, do it again said, for promise, real don't do it again i go i promise i won't <laughs> so don't do it again so i have every time i've been at that stop sign i've stopped like full stop oh and i actually tweeted about it i said i just top, stopped so perfectly at a stop sign that if i, I were a that. cop yep. i would assume that she has a dead body or at least cocaine in the car that's, something that's like that and that was inspired by that by that stop sign because now every single time i'm full stop so now you got to see if he pulls you over just to say like, exactly then it's a true you romance did a good job yeah mm -hmm. then it's like a movie yeah yeah and yeah. he wants to take me on a date <laughs> but i wouldn't date him no no not attractive not not a small town cop why not <clears throat> see this is this is where you run no i know i know i know but but i've got proof sometimes that they're uh not the best Small town cops. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's probably a scumbag, no doubt. Right. But he was probably like you have the like benefit a benefit of the doubt. No. No. 
they have like a they almost have like a pulley system that goes straight from like the football locker room right into the police station for like jobs after high school you know what i mean it's like this like really though conveyor belt yeah just you know i don't feel like that's high school football bully i feel like that's gym teachers Definitely gym teachers, not not cops that work in bigger areas, but like this tiny little. I don't. I feel like they're like rejects. Like maybe they they were benched that football don't get players. The, make the team end up becoming cops. Really? That's what I feel. Oh, okay, all right. Interesting perspective. Yeah. I'll take that into consideration. I think it's the guys who are maybe. Do you know uh, any second cops string. we went to school with? Don't say their names, but. Um. Yeah, but I don't know if they're still cops. I knew at one point or another they were. Were they big jacks? Um. Well, I'm thinking of no. That we went to high school with. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No. Yeah. More along lines what I was. Thinking. Yeah. Reject. Total reject. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser he was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, um, last thing. Yes. Do we want to sweat the small stuff at all? Do you have anything that you want to complain about? It's really tough when we do this in one day. I know. But we didn't do it on the last show, so it's not like you used up the one yeah, you had before. Yeah, but I told you, the things I tell my therapist no. and the sweat the small No, stuff. it's not the same. Yeah, sweat the small stuff's like small. annoying stuff. Um, no. Really no. nothing? <laughs> All right. I'll go. Maybe it'll trigger something. And then I'm leaving. I swear. Okay. So people who speed up when you're passing them really grinds my girdle okay okay yes i agree if i'm on the thruway especially and i'm on cruise control and i have to go over to the passing lane i stay in cruise control because obviously i'm gaining ground on you i'm going faster than you then all of a sudden once i get about halfway up if they start going faster yeah you know it wasn't you because you were in cruise control exactly it's like what is wrong with it's an ego thing it's ridiculous and it's dangerous. It is dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. I have a very, uh, I have another story. I normally don't have many stories, but of course, this is Leanne's here. I'm like, I've got this story and that story. And, but in high school. Did I you was, have your gloves on? I took them off. Them I didn't off? want her to see me with my, with my hobo gloves. Why is there a homeless girl? I, I hit them. I, like, <laughs> I threw them away. Like, like there's so much It's the shame. first thing that went yeah. through my head. That's the neurotic thing. I gotta get these gloves off. Tons of shame. Yes. Uh, so the passing thing. Very, very rude, but also dangerous. Um, in high school, I was going to my job pizza place. I was a waitress. Mm-hmm. And I was late, of course. I've always, my whole life, I've been late. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so I was, you know, trying to hurry up on the way there. And the road there is a highway, one lane each. Yep. And it's got the double line where you're allowed to cross cross when there's not another car coming, which they've done away with since, which is great. Uh, and this was the dumbest thing I've ever done. I think as a teenager, I was late and more concerned with getting there on time. And this guy was probably going like 60 and the speed limit's 55. And so I was a punk teenager. I think I was 17 or 18. And I got to the point in the double line where I could cross. And so he was going slow enough for me. I'd probably come up on him going like 75 or 80. Yep. And so I see it's clear. I go into the other lane, which is incredibly dangerous. I've never once gone into the other lane since this incident. And this was when I was 18 or 17. So I get in the other lane and the guy I'm passing decides to gas it. And I'm now competing with him trying to get ahead of him. So you can get over. So I can get over. And in my head, obviously, I know I'm running out of time. We're coming around to bend. There could be cars coming. And it was like I was too committed at that point to not hit the brake and go fall back. I mean, you know, I would yeah. now have fallen back. 
but for some reason I thought I was just like, it was like, no, no, no I just got to get around this guy. I'm passing this guy. I got to get around him. And he would not let me get in front of him. And so all of a sudden there was a car coming around the bend and that was like the closest near death experience really? I've ever had. I, I was probably going like 70 or something straight at this oncoming car. And it was like around a bend. I don't know if I was super visible to them, but even if I was, they might not put together. I'm in their lane. Like it might not be visually clear to them. And that's a dangerous road. My dad's always like, stay off that road, stay off that road. So, uh, I felt in that moment when it was like, I have the only thing that's going to happen right now is I'm going to crash into this person. And one, I'm either going to kill them, paralyze them, kill myself or paralyze myself. And my whole body just kind of like dropped. Like I felt like I had already just let go to die. It was a really crazy feeling. So you got by him though. So at the last second he hit his brakes and I swerved in front of him. Old fashioned game of chicken. Yeah. Good old fashioned game of chicken. It almost uh, made, not that it was his fault. It was my fault for being the punk kid, but could have gotten someone killed, me killed, her killed, whoever that was. You know, it could have, you know, but I don't know if it was his ego or if he was just like this punk kid or I, you know, I don't think I was tailgating him. I think I came up pretty quickly, but he was like punishing me or something. And holy shit, that was really the scariest moment. I was for sure in my head going to die. And, um, Boy, did I feel happy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, that so it bothers me to like further extent when people, when you're trying to pass someone and they speed up. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I don't have any. All right. Well, I'm I know you got to go. You're very distracted right now. I am. You are. I understand. I know. Your fiance's here. Your other fiance's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just making so you very uncomfortable. I know. So All right. All right. Well, thanks for... Uh, this uh, very great second episode of you being the co-host of KK and Chill. I don't know if it's a co-host and it's definitely not KK and Chill. It's working. <laughs> it's working. All right, good. I'm glad you're uncomfortable. KKC? KKK. No, no. We can't go with KKK. Chill doesn't start with a K. Kill. That's even worse. Yeah. Kyle kills Krista. Maybe, that, maybe that's the name of it. Uh, all right, well. Well, um, you're documented saying that. So if I do get murdered, <laughs> it's clearly Kyle. We've got yep, proof. Yep. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for enjoying um, the show. If you did enjoy it, I'm just putting words in your mouth. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to get extras or support the show, go to Kristen um, and chill on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Kristen and chill. Donate to Kyle's wedding. <laughs> Cause I swear I'm going to end up giving him some money. <laughs> And uh, please rate the show five stars if you find it somewhat entertaining or at least not horrific. <laughs> this was a cleaner episode, too. So It was cleaner. It wasn't very good, though. Uh, it was fine? You think it was okay? Okay. All right. It was okay. All right. Well, <clears throat> to you neurotics out there, <clears throat> please go, uh, go try to enjoy your night. Stop being so neurotic. And remember, stay bored enough to listen. Not too bored. But not too But bored. not too bored. <laughs> it's easy. You're <laughs> talking about neurotic. <laughs> it's the line. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. Shit. Kyle's fiance is here. God damn it. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. And my car's in the spot.
<laughs> I'm sorry, Leanne. <laughs> Lovely to finally meet you. Hey, sorry. I just I said to Kyle, I said, make sure my car's not in her spot when I get here because I'll feel like a giant, or when you get here because I'll feel like even worse. So it's a blame him is what I'm saying. Could have been having sex. <laughs> <laughs> we were just fully known. <laughs> I'll, um, so, what do you want to do? Only be a couple more minutes. Yeah, we're almost done. <laughs> and it's been mostly about pooping and shitting. <laughs> no, you know, I love to talk about that. So, we talked about, we talk, we talk about that a lot, actually. Well, uh, why'd you get out of here? Sorry, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's lovely. <laughs>